With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good glorious Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Brian Ortega in for the vacationing Kelly Bidlin this morning. Good morning to you, Brian. How you doing, man? Good morning, Gil. It's always beautiful to be on. It is always, it's always beautiful to have you. Um, it's, you. A, it's a packed morning, but next week when you're here with us, we love when Brian is here. We take advantage of his Oscars expertise. His very, I hope you won't object to this, his very sort of almost borderline snobby cinematic Oscar ex- expertise, along with his great knowledge of television shows and restaurants here in Vegas. How about that? We Thank do you. That. I, pre- I appreciate that, Gil. I always love it. <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you would. JVT is on uh, line one, by the way. He'd like to talk to you as well. Uh, we'll do that. Before we get into everything, because we have a packed show, uh, NBA draft, obviously, front and center, which we'll get in here momentarily. John Legaso on baseball. Ben Wilson, what a college baseball game last night. Honestly, that uh, with apologies to Florida, that should have been the championship game last night because that was unbelievable. Uh, but Drew Dinsick will be here to talk basketball with us and review the draft yesterday, as will Nick Whalen from Rotowire, Adam Finkelstein from uh, CBS Sports HQ, Jason Weigart from Under a Cloud of Smoke. We'll do it all this morning. Uh, real quick, I want to get this in. If, if, you have, uh, if you're a VEASAN subscriber and you're at the VEASAN.com slash picks page, there's, I have three tennis picks this morning, two of which are in the same match. It's about to go off on the ladies' side. Uh, it's Kudermatova uh, against... Alexandrova. It's Veronica Kudermatova against Ekaterina Alexandrova. I am on Kudermatova. I got her at minus 119 last night. It was on the picks page at minus 119. If you can get her below minus 130, it's still a play. But by the time we're here on the air this morning, I'm seeing a lot that are into the minus 130s. I would not play it at those prices. If you do it, you're, you're going a little rogue on me, but I got her at Kudermatova at minus 119. If you can play her in the minus 120s, have at it. I also have the total over 22 and a half in that match. That you can certainly still play. Uh, Alexandra and Kud- uh, Alexandrova and Kudermatova, who are about to start. And then a little later on, a dog play. I got Talent Greek Sport plus 173. Um, I'm seeing plus 158 within 15 cents. Absolutely okay on the plus side. Talent Greek Sport going up against Andre Rublev. Those are your tennis picks this morning. Now, front and center. The NBA draft. Oh, what a glorious day it was yesterday. Congratulations to everybody who is a listener to this show and everybody who tailed on Brandon Miller to go number two. Not just listeners of this show, but anybody who had Brandon Miller. Uh, Certainly everybody here did. I did. Kelly did. Uh, Vegas Refund. Luke Swain did. JVT did earlier in the week. 
all of our NBA draft folks stuck with Brandon Miller at number two. And that's where it ha- that's what happened yesterday. Victor Wenbanyama, of course, goes to the San Antonio Spurs at number one generational player, best prospect since LeBron. But Brandon Miller from Alabama ends up going to Charlotte at number two. Scoot Henderson from uh, the G League's Ignite here in Vegas goes to the Portland Trailblazers at three. Amen and Asar Thompson go four and five. The Thompson Twins, hold me down, Brian. But this day yesterday was unbelievable from just a, again, one of these moments in time in the arc of certainly VEASAN as long as we've been on the air and, and one of these moments in time that we will remember for many years to come when it comes to sports betting as we do, say, McGregor Mayweather as its own thing, as we did the Paulo Boncaro call last year as its own thing, Tankapalooza, uh, the Atlanta Braves cascade of picks last year, Ega uh, so many times, you get the idea. This was one of these moments yesterday where I never wavered on Brandon Miller going number two and, in fact, piled on. Let's start at the beginning. We got off the air yesterday. Remember, Kelly and I were on air 24 hours ago, and Brandon Miller was the favorite to go number two in the NBA draft. He had started the show in the high minus 300s. By the end of the show, he had sort of drifted into the low or mid minus 200s as still the favorite to go number two in the NBA draft last night. And so we were, you know, we were keeping an eye on it. We had crack on. We were, you know, we kept interjecting like, oh, here's what Brandon Miller's number is. We get off the air at 8.56 a.m. Pacific. By the time 9.30 rolled around and I was at home, much had happened. Shams Charania, uh, who is famously, among his other jobs, also works over at uh, on FanDuel TV. Shams, Shams Charania, at 9.13 a.m., put out this tweet. Sources, Scoot Henderson is gaining serious momentum at number two with the Charlotte Hornets in tonight's NBA draft. Hornets have been torn over the last week between Henderson and Brandon Miller. Team has final meetings today to settle on decision. So he was at DraftKings, and now I did the whole timeline yesterday. I logged all of this because I'm a Shugana, but I wanted to do this because I, I, I kind of figured I knew where this was going to end. Uh, turns out I was right, but it could, you know, could have gone against me, but I did it anyway. So by 9.39 a.m., Scoot had become the minus 360 favorite at DraftKings. Miller had flipped to the plus 205 dog. And it remained, you know, more or less a big Scoot favorite. It drifted a little down into the 200s, but Scoot was still a big favorite up until about, you know, 12, 10 p.m. He still was a big favorite. And Adrian Wojnarowski, who famously two days ago when I made my first five bets on Brandon Miller um, two days ago had come on ESPN and said right after one of the college baseball games, the Hornets have solidified their position, his word, solidified their position on drafting Brandon Miller. That's what it triggered my bets, five of them the other day. He came on at 12, 10 p.m. yesterday. This is with the betting markets having Scoot now as a massive favorite, and he doubled down on his position, doubled down on it. Um, and at that point, when he doubled down, by the way, when I say double down, he like looked into the camera, Brian, almost like staring down Shams, his rival, in terms of breaking news. And I, I was convinced at that point, I went back to the original Shams tweet that caused all of this. Um, because what I, and, and what I thought to myself was, you know, there was probably some bettors during our show yesterday who just on the basis of big plus money were like, you know, we're going to take some scoot. At big plus money. And then Shams, whether he knew about that market moving or not, or whether he just wanted to inject himself into the story, uh, I was convinced that he did that. And it was kind of, if you look at that tweet, because you said gaining momentum, the way, that Sh- the way that Shams wrote that, 
it was almost like he was free rolling the audience, literally. Because if 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 Scoot did go number two when he said Scoot's gaining momentum at number two, then he would be right and he'd get all the glory. But he has an out by just saying, oh, gaining momentum. He wasn't really calling a shot. So at that point, I convinced myself, I'm like, Woj is right. And remember, I went against Woj last year with Boncaro. I picked Boncaro to go number one. I bet Boncaro heavily to go number one. It was huge for all of us who did. That was the one time Woj was wrong. But instead of everybody, like everybody seemed to be piling on Woj. Well, he was wrong last year. He's likely to be wrong this year. No, I sort of thought Shams was the, uh, the guy that was posing on this. And I do mean posing because Woj couldn't have been more definitive. So at 12, 10 p.m., I bet Brandon Miller again, plus 174 to go number two. Four minutes later at 12, 14, I bet him at plus 200. By the way, if you don't believe me, talk to Will Hill, talk to Chris Velika, talk to Drew Didzik. I could not have been more resolute in all of this. So the day goes on. By the way, Woj ends up happening to beat, uh, he ends up happening to beat uh, Shams by 30 seconds on the report of the Chris Paul to the Warriors trade, which was just sort of a funny aside. But at 1.07 p.m. Pacific, Jonathan Gavoni's final mock draft has Miller going number two as well. And so that solidifies my thinking and my position as well at that moment. Uh, and the day goes on. At 1.15 p.m., Bookmaker, one of the offshore pillars, briefly takes down number two, the number two market. So you're like, okay. Because the only thing at that point that could beat those of us that had Brandon Miller number two was a trade. A trade would have beaten us. Like if somebody had given the Hornets this massive offer – to get number two, that team that's trading in would probably have taken Scoot. So that was the only thing we were really betting against, in my humble opinion, at that point. And sure enough, not only did the trade not happen, but then the market moved. And boy, did it move. By 3 p.m. Pacific, Miller was a minus 210 favorite from minus 120 to minus 165 to minus 180 to minus 210. This is all in the 2 o'clock uh, p.m. hour yesterday. It did briefly go down. It got as high as minus 270 on some credit accounts. By the way, on credit accounts in the morning, minus 750s on Scoot were being reported by some people. This was now as high on Miller as minus 270 at 322 p.m. It did go down just a tick a bit after that. There was a little last Scoot surge in the market, and then Miller soared by 424 p.m. Miller was back to a minus 280 favorite, and then last I saw a minus 324 favorite. And in fact, Brandon Miller goes number two to the Charlotte Hornets at number two. And congratulations once again to everybody who bet it. Um, and really, I want to say thank you to all the books that booked the NBA draft, just like we thank them for be- for the ones that do the NFL draft. The drafts, and this, this gets to a more macro, so why do I say all of this? This gets to a more macro betting discussion, which is, again, there are sports you're going to if you are so inclined, if you want to be serious about sports betting, that one day you may originate. I originate tennis. The picks that I gave this morning, I originate all my tennis picks. That I do by numbers. That I do by data. I do that pre-flop. That's one way to bet sports. There's obviously different ways where you can, we talk about college basketball. Specifically, we in-game bet college basketball. And the total based on pace, Todd Wishnev is a master at doing that kind of thing. There's all kinds of ways. But drafts are informational. And the NFL draft this year was a loser. We said one of these days we're going to run into a draft that's a loser. And finally, the NFL draft this year was that. But all the other NFL drafts were fabulous winners. And now the NBA drafts, one after another, have been big winners. And the lesson in this, more than anything, is have your conviction, have your resolution, be a bit of a poker player, look for tells 
when you see on these volatile markets on draft days specifically, because now we've gotten to a point where it's so liquid and everybody, you know, the, the big the big shops like DraftKings are booking these now, that these markets are liable to do this a lot. Uh, certain big markets in, in particular drafts last night, obviously, it was for the number two pick that was had all eyes on it in terms of betting. Um, but be a bit of a poker player. Read tells. Uh, in the end, also with Shams, let me just say this. Because he works for a network at another sports book, I do think it needs to be brought up. Um, not only were you free rolling your audience, not only did it seem like you were injecting yourself, and by the way, Woj stomping all over him in a tweet later in the day, all the way through Charlotte was going to pick Brandon Miller. But it does sort of bring up a little bit of a conflict of interest thing where it's like, hey, dude, why did you say it that way? Did you want did you want to move something one way or the other? I don't know. I'm just saying questions can be raised from that. So he shouldn't leave himself open to that. We'll come back. We'll talk more basketball. Nick Whalen from Rotowire. Winners and losers next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 Five two two forty seven hundred. We also hit um, the under five and a half on Asar Thompson. Had him at plus money. Mentioned it on the show yesterday that I got it at plus one thirty nine when we were on the show yesterday. Uh, it was about minus one oh six. Recommended that bet. I hope people took it. By the time the draft happened, Asar Thompson to go under five and a half was minus two eighty. So I hope folks jumped on that as well. Drew hit everything. We'll talk to him a little later on uh, on the show. Drew Densick and I really, man, I just want to drive home that last point that I made here right before the break. The, and for those who are like, wait, but didn't Woj, Woj doesn't work for a sports book. 
Woj works at a mainstream media company. He's just breaking news. So, like, last year, he's allowed to be wrong. Everybody's wrong at times. Sorry. If, if, if you're waiting around waiting for, one of, for all of us to be wrong at some point, you will get your moment. Trust me. We're all wrong at some points. Man's allowed to make a mistake. But uh, I don't know. It was a little odd yesterday. And by noon, it was clear anyway to, uh, to some of us, at least I, it was clear to me, that uh, that Shams thing was completely vague and, dare I say, well, I won't even use the word shady, but it, it was certainly suspect. Let's put it that way. Nick Whalen joins us from Rotowire. You can follow him on Twitter at Nick Whalen, but substitute the L with the number one. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Uh, didn't get a ton of sleep last night. Obviously, you know, the NBA draft went until well, basically midnight central time uh, out here in Wisconsin. Had a bunch of stuff to do uh, coverage-wise for Rotowire. But I, this is in my top three, you know, favorite sports sites of the year. So always a lot of fun and, you know, looking forward to to looking at the futures market here and discussing yeah. some of the fallout. Well, let me let me riff on that just for a second before we get to your, to your betting thoughts. So we, I'm on the, we're obviously in the Pacific time zone here in Vegas. The first round doesn't end till 11:15 p.m. So it, to excuse me, to 8:15 p.m. So it's 11:15 p.m. East Coast. That's when mm-hmm. the second round starts. If you don't have bets on this, if you don't have bets on this, it is an impossible watch. Because unlike the the NFL draft, we don't we, we haven't seen all the players, right? So. And by the way, I had bets up until the fifth pick. After that, I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll we'll see who else gets picked, and and I'll ask experts who know who know more of fits, and and we'll get their betting thoughts tomorrow. But just from a sheer, let's say we had no bets from a sheer standpoint of watching, the LSU Wake game in college baseball was so much better. Shouldn't ESPN at least separate the first and second rounds on different nights, or just not televise the second round? It's too much. Yeah, I, I mean, it was almost three and a half hours of the first round last night. And, you know, each team is on the clock for five minutes, but the clock expires and then they go to commercial for right. four more minutes. Yes. And then the pick is still not quite in. I mean, it was it was crazy. I actually went back and looked. I mean, we were we were like 25 minutes behind schedule compared to last year's draft, which I remember felt like a long draft. So, yeah, I mean, in theory, you know, it should be a quicker process than the NFL draft where they have more time on the clock. But yeah, especially, you know, outside of the lottery, it felt like this thing was just dragging on and on and on. And look, I mean, for, for people like us, like I'm going to watch no matter what. I, I love the NBA draft so much. I love college basketball. I, I want to see, you know, it's kind of a moment in time if you if you consider yourself uh, an NBA historian. So I, I want to be there for the entire thing and see if anything crazy happens. But yeah, if you're a casual fan, I mean, that that is a almost an impossible ask to sit there and, and sit through 58 total picks. It, it is an impossible ask. But for for the basketball heads among us, who are, you know, looking to see, okay, what, where did the needle move? Obviously, Victor Wembanyama going to the Spurs, but that was already baked in to whatever the markets feel about the San Antonio Spurs, was already baked into Victor Wembanyama props. What was, was there any movie, actually, well, let's start with the trade before we get to draft picks. Chris Paul to the Warriors, where Jordan Poole goes the other way to the Washington Wizards. To you, was that a positive for the Warriors or a negative? I think it's a slight positive, but, you know, I think at this point in his career, you know, Chris Paul is just a much bigger name than he is a producer. And, you know, I think Golden State is is really going all in on uh, an older build. We're assuming they're going to bring back Draymond Green, although I don't know that that's a guarantee. I think they're going to face some competition for Draymond in the open market. But I, I think he comes back and, 
you know, like I, I'm never against teams adding high level Hall of Fame talent, but you know when that talent is almost 39 years old, it becomes increasingly risky, and I, I just don't love the fit for Chris Paul in Golden State. Uh, is he the backup point guard? Is he playing alongside Steph Curry? You know, if you're doing that, then all of a sudden, I guess Clay Thompson's playing the three, and you know somebody's getting squeezed out of that starting lineup. Um, you know, in theory, you want Chris Paul on your team. I, I totally get that. Maybe, maybe they, they really pull back on his workload and he plays 55 games and 25 minutes a night. Like he's at that point in his career where he could kind of be, you know, Jason Kidd on the Mavericks. I think that's the blueprint, but you know, even if you're, let's say you're in the NBA finals, can you get away with playing Chris Paul and Stephen Curry 35 minutes together in a situation like that? Like, I, I don't know if you can. So I, I think to me, this was more about golden state, you know, trying to dodge that extreme luxury tax that they were going to be in getting off that Jordan Poole contract and, and getting an asset back. Chris Paul definitely helps them. But look, if I'm Denver, if I'm Phoenix, you know, even the Lakers, I don't look and say like, oh no, we can't beat the Warriors with Chris Paul. Yeah, I think I think you said it right at the beginning. I think it's an incremental gain upwards, but I do agree with you. Like, I think Chris Paul becomes a change-up player for them. Like, I don't think it's yes. the offense with Chris Paul. It's like, okay, now for something a little different, right? And it's the, the Chris Paul version of the Warriors at that point. But listen, those right. guys are smarter basketball people than we are. So they've, they've obviously figured out something with that, or at least they have a theory about it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. What about a, you know, a team off most people's radar that really improved in the draft yesterday that you might actually think should induce a bet? And I'll give you... I'll give you one option here and you'll tell me what you think about them. And then you can tell me who you think, but one is, you know, the Houston Rockets to me, I don't know if you'll, you think they'll threaten for an NBA title, but maybe to make the playoffs, a Thompson goes to them fourth and then cam Whitmore drops all the way to them at 20, which say what you will about cam Whitmore and the absolute volatility of where everybody thought he might or might not go in the draft, but that's a steal at 20, according to most. Yeah, Houston did well last night. No question about it. Uh, you know, would I bet them at 350 to one to win the title? Not necessarily. No. Uh, you know, most books, you'll probably have to wait a little bit to get those, you know, playoff yes, no odds, win totals, things like that. Uh, but no, I, I think Houston got a lot better. And Houston has also given us indications that they want to add some veterans to this roster. Like, I, you know, could be James Harden, but even if it's not, I, I, I think they're going to kind of make sure that they're not this like 20 win team that's just, you know, playing AAU ball like they have been for the last couple of years. So I, I think they do want to make the playoffs. I think they, obviously they have, you know, a core of young players. They're trying to develop Jalen green, Eamon Thompson, Cam Whitmore, uh, Jamari Smith, you know, last year's top three picks. So it's still a youth movement, but I think they want this to be more of a controlled environment with some professionals around those guys going forward. So I don't, I don't think it's crazy to think Houston could push for a play in spot next season. The thing is though, Gil, like there's, to me, the Wizards are really the only true tanking team right now. And and maybe between, you know, now and October that changes. But I think both conferences are going to be really competitive again. And there's not this prize of Victor Weminyama dangling out there where you have teams like San Antonio and Charlotte and Detroit and Houston just packing it in from day one. Like, I think all these teams kind of are convincing themselves that they could be okay next season. Now, you know, the Charlotte Hornets don't think they're winning the title, but you know, internally they're thinking, man, if Brandon Miller's good right away, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe we could be the, the nine seed in the Eastern conference. So yeah. um, given that environment, it, it's going to be, I think more difficult than usual to even get into that play in zone because 29 out of 30 teams think they can do it. Where was there a bet that leapt to mind? Were you like, okay, this team, I could see myself making a bet on this team to do whatever. Mm. You know, I, I would look at the, I, I'm a DraftKings sportsbook guy. The, the options are still relatively limited. Uh, there right now. Um, but, you know, I, I would look at Miami at 14 to one to win the title. Uh, you know, I think that Damian Lillard trade is still 
perhaps hanging out there. Um, and, and if they get Damian Lillard, if they're able to turn, you know, Tyler Hero and parts and picks into Lillard, I think that team all of a sudden becomes really, really interesting. But the Lillard situation is is getting kind of crazy to me because I just I don't see this team going into next year with four guards that you know three need to be developed and then one is a 33 year old superstar right like Shaden Sharp, Anthony Simons, now Scoot Henderson and Damian Lillard like I, that's not tenable whatsoever. I think Damian Lillard ultimately gets traded if he wants to win a title like he claims he does. That's not going to happen in Portland. It's certainly not going to happen in Portland in the next year or two. Uh, but the question is, you know, if, if it's a team like Miami, if it's a team like Philly, those are those have kind of been the big two. You know, Philly is building that deal around Tyrese Maxey, you would think. Miami's building that deal around Tyler Hero, you would think. But if you're Portland, do you want to bring in another guard in that situation? You know, just, you know, kind of replacing Damian Lillard with a younger guard to add to your core of three more younger guards. So that, that situation to me is going to get really bad really messy, but I think the Damian Lillard landing spot is what could ultimately swing some of these title odds for teams that are already contenders or borderline contenders. Yeah. I thought Jaime Jaquez Jr. to the heat. My immediate reaction was what a heat kind of player he is. Like this is just so perfect that this is just in their mold. And I will say this, and people can accuse me of being in the tank for the Warriors and I am so guilty as charged, but I think Brandon Pajemski, uh, Brandon Pajemski at, at 19 from Santa Clara. If you ever seen him play, love it. It's oh, yeah. pretty he's a, awesome. He's a Milwaukee native. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Space. Shout out Milwaukee. Nick Whalen's uh, stomping grounds. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it as always, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Nick Whalen from RotoWire at Whalen. Substitute the number one for the letter L. A little baseball break with John Legasa. Hey, Legasa's back. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's always football season here at VSIN, which is why we're giving you our 2023 NFL guide early, coming, uh, coming out rather, June 29th, six days from now. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and reserve your copy of the guide or take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at vcin.com slash subscribe. We get tweets uh, overrun with uh, folks who had Brandon Miller, so I'm, I'm just pumped for everybody. This is... Uh, I'll just read a few here. Ben Handorf, congratulations again to young Gill and young Kelly Bidlin. A great day for the ANG crew. Um, thank you for uh, thank you so much for that. Rick Mokri, congrats, Gill. Was to a male or female number? It's female, by the way, if you're scoring at home. Uh, that's a whole story, Brian. We'll tell you about it later. Um, this would be, let's see here. Uh, Gilly Eyes cashed those Miller tickets from teasers and parlays. Congrats to everyone that had a bet in the Brandon Miller number two overall market. Uh, from Incognito Better. Uh, this is from, let's see here, Benjamin Schott. I just wanted to say thanks. I kept the faith after the dip and doubled down on Miller at plus 360 and Scoot at plus 320 and got some huge hits tonight. He went both ways. Will Hill had asked me late in the day, are you going to take some plus money on Scoot? And I was like, nope, just riding in with Miller. Not interested. I was that sure. Uh, the Truth 1980, so happy for you. Glad you went back and bet at the fifth time, LOL. Best show. Oh, thank you so much on that. Uh, by the way, bet at the sixth and seventh yesterday. Um, Moneyline Mac, Top G knocks down another one. Appreciate that. Uh, Matt, Book Klepto, you are my most trusted name in news. <laughs> Congrats and thanks. I got plus 180 hours after the show yesterday, and Gil, we trust, man of the people. These are all very nice. Congratulations to all of you. Congratulations to uh, Kelly. Congratulations to Drew, who's going to be on later. Congratulations to Vegas Refund. Vegas Refund went 11-3. and three. Drew, I don't think, missed a damn thing. I really don't. Um, 
cascading complete from C. Alexander Black like the Braves last year. Nice hit, pal. Even better sweat uh, yesterday. And on and on with these. Um, and this one right here about the uh, the opening segment. This is from, uh, let's see, this is from Jesse Welch. Fantastic rundown. Excellent summation. And yet another draft ATM machine. Appreciate the service you provide here, Gilly. You're a gentleman and a school bus. He called me a school bus. I don't know what that means, but he called me a school bus. A gentleman in a school bus. Uh, this guy is a gentleman in a school bus as well. I know what a school bus he is. John Legace, everybody, joins us. MLB writer at The Athletic, the host to the uh, Call to the Pen show as well. You can follow him on Twitter, at John Legace. That's L-A-G-H-E-Z-Z-A. Lag Heza. How you doing, John? Good to see you. Gil, I missed you. I swear I'm going to be using that autocorrect going forward. Forget gentleman and a scholar. Who wants to be a scholar when you can be a school bus? <laughs> gentleman and a school bus, he called me. Gentleman, you're a gentleman and a school bus. <laughs> That's great. John, what, what have you been up to? What are you doing? I know you have uh, some uh, intricate modeling you're doing. What, what are you providing to the people? Yeah, you know me. I always try and take on, like, the hardest task. I don't know why, man. I, in, in Italian, it's testadora, right? The, the hard head. And just with the inception of betting, you know, people are getting in trouble. And I've been lucky enough to make my way in that space. And I'll be lucky enough to do content. I know it's pretty easy to show people how to win. I know it sounds silly. I've tried to show people how to lose, but not in the way you think. But just by providing all the data as cheap as I can. You know, you can follow me on Twitter. You'll see it. It's cheap. It's 50 bucks for the whole year, six days a week. Just all the modeling to help you just be that lodestar, right? To guide the way so you can see what the computer thinks. But I also give you all the data to decide yourself. You know, I have a knack for making these cheat sheets and it'll probably save you 12 or 15 Chrome tabs, which can be really annoying. You know, split data and just all the stuff that really matters, advanced stats that maybe not everyone has access to. And just kind of providing to everybody. The feedback's been awesome, in particular from content creators themselves. Where can they uh, get the information from you? You follow me on Twitter, the pin tweet will take you right to it. There's even a free trial. Knock yourself out. You know, obviously for you know 20 cents a day or whatever, I'm not doing this for the money. It makes me feel better getting that feedback from people saying, like, wow. You know, sometimes, Gil, the breakdowns of the games we do a day later doesn't really matter. It's happened. But sometimes we can leave people with the feather in the cap that resonates with them. You know, that lesson that they can go forward and go, wow, man, like, I actually learned something here. John Legace not providing a man a fish, but teaching them how to fish. <laughs> That's essentially right. what I think he's doing. A uh, culture of fishermen is the where is the goal, right? Mm, I think you are. Uh, okay, I sent you before we get to today's thoughts. Yeah, I sent you some adjusted season win totals. Not some. I think I sent them all to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have any thoughts on adjusted season win totals for any clubs in Major League Baseball? Okay. Well, first off, you know me. I was the ultimate wet blanket. I was so excited to get a text from you, and I was calling the win totals. And what I mean is, I just don't like to hang up my money for three months on a minus 115. Like the play I'm recommending today is plus 125. So I'd much rather be involved with a plus 125 that is a turnover rate of, you know, a few hours than hanging up for minus 115. But if you weren't the futures and there can be a viable market, you and I spoke about this last year as well. I think the most important thing is to determine a positive trajectory for that team if you're looking to go over and in reverse for under, meaning I've had over win tickets on the Marlins and stuff like that. But when they overperform, they trade off everything that isn't nailed down and you end up not getting it anyway. So I like to build with teams that are looking forward and even have extra pieces. So, you know, I like Washington more than the market does. They have a couple of young pitchers that I like. They also have pieces coming up. You know, I think sometimes the market and projection systems at large can be slow to adjust to rookies and stuff like that. And the, you know, there's been quite a bit of that. Washington, right, they've, that's kind of been their M.O., collecting 
maybe, I don't want to say discarded prospects, because a lot of them are very young. Luis Garcia and C.J. Abrams. You know, and then they got some of the retread guys, Heimer Candelario and Dom Smith, and all of a sudden, you've got a high-contact team causing trouble for everybody. Then Mackenzie Gore on the bump looking really good. I also like Arizona, so you can see where I'm going. I want teams that hit. You know, I'm a pitching guy, and I'll be honest, I kind of learned my lesson. I took a few black eyes early on where, and we've seen it, if you don't hit, you're not going to win right now. If you don't have an offense that gets on, runs, scores, stretches, and puts up crooked numbers, doesn't matter how well you pitch. Every night, it seems like an ace is getting rung up for not two or three, but like six or seven. So for me, it's about trajectory and it's about offense. I like Arizona, Washington going forward rest of the year. And my, my Reds, of course. Don't get me started on the Reds. Arizona, 89 and a half, their current season win total, and uh, Washington, 63. A robust 63 for the Washington Natties. Uh, it was Cincinnati you just mentioned there. W- what would you recommend betting on the Reds at this point, now the leaders in the NL Central? Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of to the point that I mentioned before, and it's a, I would just call it a lagging effect, right? Something from the kind of trading terms that generally prospects can struggle. But once they don't struggle and they look good, I think you have to make that turn quick. And we're talking about Spencer Steer, one of the better rookies all year that no one's talking about. Matt McClain comes up for the Reds, and of course, Ellie De La Cruz. Then they're sitting on Encarnacion Strand. India bounced back healthy in a big way, double-digit steals and double-digit homers. Plus, the ballpark works at their advantage. They've done it with pitching, brought up Andrew Abbott, corrected Ashcraft. He should be back soon. They're waiting on Lodolo and Hunter Green. The Reds have a lot of good going on. Check this out. They're three and a half games in front of the Cubs in the division, but are five times longer odds to win the World Series. <laughs> I have a couple of bucks down of the Reds to win it all at 150 to one. The, again, the Cubs are 30 to one. So to me, it's just a, a severe misprice. And I think as the Reds kind of show everybody that they're real over the next couple of weeks, let's say after the All-Star break, I wouldn't be surprised if that number is lopped in half. Are they going to win the World Series? Probably not. But I've been backing it up with a plus 300 to make the playoffs as well, which I think makes for a really good hedge because I, that I really feel strongly about. Just make sure that the playoff bet covers the World Series bet. And then listen, it's a profitable venture. All right, World Series 150 to 1 to make the playoffs 3 to 1. You do like something today in Major League Baseball as well. Yeah, let's make a bit of just a little bit of money today. And again, I've been very careful to not just look for pitching edges. I think we have a three-phase edge today. So we're going to go with the Marlins to cover up the run line, minus one and a half. That's not like plus 125, but you got to give me a five-cent swing. The Jesus Lizard, Jesus Lazaro on the bump for Miami. He's been excellent. you got to ignore these surface stats. 409 ERA, I don't care. I don't care. The Sierra at 3.6, P5, 3.6, 27K. Right, whenever you have that plus 20% K minus walk, plus 30% CSW, plus 30% whiff, 34 O-swing, really everything falling in place. And Lazardo has done his best pitching at home where he is today. So I'm really back in the Marlins, 212 batting average allowed at home, only three quarters of a homer per nine. Pittsburgh, other side, Luis Ortiz has been, it's, a, it's just the flip side. People see 4-3 ERA, but I see a 1-7 whip and a 6.8 expected ERA. Pittsburgh, dreadful against lefties that offense that people were into first 60 days or so i think they're in the down edge of the sine wave bottom three in the league and expected woba against lefties that number is 286 for my models out there that implies like you know two to three runs and if that doesn't do it for you if we don't get it early we should get it late gill pittsburgh bullpen atrocious right now last 36 and two-thirds it's 14 days that's a 10 era i had to double check it two whip 
325 batting average allowed, two home runs per nine. And the Miami bullpen's been very good since getting pumped back with that floral, those other guys falling to play. So I think Miami gets it early, gets it late, giving me the cover. This one should be pretty easy, I hope. Full game run line for John Legace on the Marlins. Uh, minus one and a half, plus 115. Always shop around for the best number in terms of uh, your bang for your buck on that against the uh, Buckos today. 6.40 p.m. Eastern, 3.40 Pacific. Uh, real quick on the way out, because we got 20 seconds, I'm taking a survey. If Luis Arias, by the way, I'm okay with your Marlins bet. As long as Arias goes two for five or better, I'm cool with it. If he hits 400, is he the MVP no matter what? Yes or no? no. Oh. No. Shohei Otani, man. It's just... No, no, different league, man. Different league. Oh, what am I talking about? Jeez. Shohei and Yeah, Anna. maybe. Maybe. Ayo. Hey, I don't really have an Ayo. I guess I don't really have an Ayo. So I'm so. John, you're like, once you remove Shohei from the picture, maybe so. Yeah, I can't. I'm obsessed. I'm sorry. Maybe, yeah. If you're back 400, let's give it to him. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Great seeing you. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. John Legasa, straight from the stands at Yankee Stadium, right out of Central Casting. Love him. A little college baseball. Draft might have been the best sports betting thing. Well, it was good sports betting college, but what a game last night. Ben Wilson next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Dick was wearing last night during the NBA draft. Who told him to leave the house like that? Oh, I'm sorry. We're on here. Use a BetMGM bonus bet to place your next wager on any game in any sport. To receive your bonus bet, simply log into your BetMGM account today to bet on any game of your choice. Then add any type of bet on any game to your bet slip and activate your bonus bet. There's no deposit or additional wager required. 72 hours to log in to claim and to use the bonus bet after you log in. The bonus bet is on the house. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Promotion may differ per customer. 21 and over to wager. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Promotional offers not available in Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or 
or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas and Nevada, 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Skill Alexander, Brian Ortega in for the vacation. Kelly Bidlin. Kelly taking a well-deserved vacation. I think it's a staycation for Kelly. I think his boys are in town. He's just hanging out, doing Kelly things. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he did say that. So I think yeah. so. Pretty sure. Which, by the way, that could get, that could, mayhem could ensue. You never know with Kelly. That's true. He said he was planning everything. So I totally <laughs> know that feeling. And it's like, you're never in a good spot there because it's always either your fault or like nobody moves fast enough for you. That's just how I've experienced his it. His buddy so. Casey's in town, the guy that I famously say, everybody's got a Casey. So Casey's in town with him. So Kelly's off next week. You will be here one day next week. We'll talk again with Brian because Brian, what's your podcast? What's it called? Uh, Concierge Confidential. Concierge Confidential. Sick. So we'll talk uh, movies, the sort of halfway to the Oscars uh, thing next week with you. TV shows and what, what did you want to do? Hardest restaurants to get into in Vegas? What was that? I know I had that idea last night because you actually go to a specific restaurant that is actually one of the hardest places to get a res at in the entire city. So, I mean, major flex on your part for being able to do that. It's my largest flex. It really that, is. that was a tease. I didn't say what the restaurant was. No, no, no. Don't say that. We'll do it next week. And then Wyatt Tomchek will join us for the, the rest of next week. Uh, we look forward to that. Hopefully get some uh, folks here in studio to chat with us as it is late July and early, uh, late June, I should say, and early July. Let's talk some college basketball. Now, however, inartfully, I said this before the break, what I was trying to say was the NBA draft was the greatest betting vehicle of the day yesterday for sure. Uh, we still had the under the ATM machine that is unders in the college baseball world series, though that continued yesterday. Hope, hope everybody cashed in on that. Don't know how that game opened at 11, ended up seven and a half. It was still under easy breezy. Um, and the, for those who rode the LSU plus two thirty before the game last night, that remains alive because the best thing in sports beyond sports betting last night was absolutely the rubber match between wake forest and LSU yesterday. LSU wins it in the 11th on a two run shot to knock out Wake Forest, and now it's Florida and LSU in the College World Series. Coin flip, best of three. Ben Wilson, who has been kind enough to join us all throughout this year's College World Series and last year's. Ladies and gentlemen, he'll be the most famous man at Beeson. He's kind enough to join us right now. How you doing, Ben? Uh, only uh, that statement true only because you have taken me to said uh, said very exclusive restaurant <laughs> in the past, Gil. So, oh, uh, that, that's why that is a thing. Yes, that's, right, that's so, why that is a thing. And it's somebody who uh, has, I can relate to Kelly, somebody who helped plan uh, Jeff Parle's entire bachelor party while simultaneously trying to call multiple uh, NCAA, t- or, I should say, conference tournament college basketball games and then driving back and forth between bachelor party venues. That was quite the weekend. You gave a great best man speech, by the way. You were very well done. Thank you. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Did you how how long did you practice that? By the way, and be honest. Don't say you just oh, I just showed up and just went out from the heart. Don't say. I that. you know I uh, I thought about it in the shower a couple of times. You know it's okay. one of those you know you're in the sh- you get the, the thoughts going and I uh, yeah had it all up in the cabeza. I didn't want to be that guy reading <laughs> off. You know I'm a I'm a professional broadcaster. I didn't want to read off a script. That's right. So good for you. Had to do, had to do it from the heart. Um, hey, from the cabeza. Yeah. Brian, you understand what he meant by that? Brian Ortega. That means head in Spanish. I got that one. There we go. Brian Thank Ortega. You, or, way to go. Or I'm making sure he's up and up and at him. Uh, this morning. Yes. <laughs> unlike, unlike me yesterday, Gil, I was so frustrated that I, I think I woke up at about seven Oh eight AM yesterday, immediate look at my phone, see that that LSU wake forest game opened 11 and a half, about 45 minutes prior. And it was already down to eight and a half. And I was like, me waking up at seven Oh eight AM might've been the biggest mistake of my sports betting uh, career. 
quite possible. Dude, I bet it at seven and a half. I'm serious. Like, I, I, it, whoever opened wow. that at like how that got open at eleven. I don't know. Was, first of all, it was Paul Skeens going up against Louder for Wake Forest? They're two aces. It was. I, I said earlier in the show. And apologies to those who have Florida bets because I know you, you know you you still are alive and you have things to uh, to hope for here. But that felt like the NCAA baseball championship last night. That game did it not to you? Oh no doubt. If that's the greatest game. I mean, I've greatest college baseball game I've ever watched. You, Me and, too. You, know, you, inter- you you heard all the uh, if you watch any of the press conferences last night. I mean, most of the coaches, most of the the media people who've covered this stuff a lot longer than I have, basically said that. And so now, yeah, here we go. It's pretty much a pick em. I mean, the one question I have is it probably, honestly, the most impressive part of this LSU run, it was not Skeens last night because you just assumed that was going to happen. And it was only a matter of time before LSU somehow found a way with, with how amazing that pitching matchup was. It's the fact that LSU in 18 combined innings in the two previous had to win them elimination games basically went with a pseudo bullpen game and gave up two combined runs. I mean, that was the Achilles heel of this LSU team all Mm -hmm. along. So I'm now sitting here left to believe, uh, okay, is this going to come crashing back down to earth in like a pseudo Oral Roberts way? Or is this something real? Because Florida clearly has the overall pitching edge because, I mean, Paul Skeens, again, this series starts tomorrow, goes Sunday, Monday. So Skeens, we're not going to see him at all. You have a much more, uh, you know, back down to earth type level of general pitching here for LSU. And Florida's three starters, you have, uh, you know, Brandon Sprout, Hurston Waldrop, and Jack Caglione, the first two guys I mentioned, have been amazing. They, out of nowhere, that was the Achilles heel of Florida all the regular season was that they didn't have reliable starting pitching. Well, now they're going at least six innings basically every single start and with really good efficiency. So you have to give the Florida the edge from that standpoint. LSU over the season has had better hitting numbers, which is why I think you're seeing this evened out. I mean, it's it's one of those things where based on the number, I would I would naturally gravitate toward Florida but I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I understand why from the LSU perspective, they've made it work now. Oh no. I mean, these previous two games. So listen, I, listen know, what, what, I, think, I think it is a coin flip though. What you're saying is, is hundred percent true. By the way, Skeens yesterday, Paul Skeens, who again, we've said on this show, this he's the biggest pitching prospect since Steven Strasburg to come out of college, expected to be the number two overall pick in the upcoming baseball draft, MLB draft Skeens last night, eight innings, nine K's, Gave up two hits on 120 pitches, 82 of which were strikes. By the way, Louder for Wake Forest went seven strong Amazing. and only gave up yeah. three hits. I mean, on 88 pitches, he was great too. But you're absolutely right. The the reason that I bet LSU before that game is was to get the plus 230, right? And assume Skeens won it for them, which they eked it out in 11. Tommy White, two-run blast off the first pitch from Minacci. I felt so bad for that kid uh, on Wake. Um so that's why I bet it then. But you're right. Like the, because Skeens pitched, the the starting pitching does set up nicer for Florida. But now you said something in there, Ben, that I want to sort of sort of double back on, which is you said Skeens would not be available for any of it. It's Saturday. It's Sunday. It's by the way, it's a best of three. Now it's very simple. It's no no more double elimination. Right. Best of three, simple best of three series starting tomorrow. You don't think Skeens would be available on Monday for the rubber match if it went to that? Uh, not as a starter. I could see them. You, there have been rumors this entire postseason that if it was in a, that, you know, a got to have it must win, you know, elimination type situation, whether that was a, like a game three of a super regional, whether it was the final game of, of the regional where they started him game one of that, that he could be used in a, in a bullpen scenario. I wouldn't rule out Skeens being used just, just not as a, I, I kind of mean in the, in the, within the prism of he's not going to start and throw 120 pitches, <laughs> you know, as a starting pitcher. I, I just don't see that on, on three days rest as much as I'm, you know, I'm sure these coaches would love to just 
uh, run these guys' arms as, as far as they humanly can. They also have to be cognizant of these guys as prospects going forward uh, and, 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 you know, and the like for that. But no, it wouldn't shock, shock me if he was used as a bullpen option yeah. if we were to get to Monday. Just, you know, you aren't going to see him in a, you know, a super, I wouldn't say, in a super high pitch count role. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But I do think in, in a mad bum you know, game yes. seven against the Royals 2014 kind of way, maybe not five innings like Mad Bum, who should have gone straight to the Hall of Fame from there. But I think Skeens is, is the looming specter, if you will, for LSU. But by the way, shout out to Brad Porras, because he said, you know, he, he's an SEC snob on this, and it became Florida and LSU in the end. Um, this has been awesome. It's been an underfest. Is your immediate thought to go under here again in game one? Um, it. It, it is with the, the the issue is just on, you know, the LSU side. I just want to see, and I assume we'll get the number two starter of uh, Ty Floyd, who's been, who has been, I mean, pretty, pretty solid. So that, yeah, that would he be has a thought. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing to you. Know, you watch how these games play out. Like how many balls have you seen, Gil, that are just smoked off the bat? You know, that oh. sound the aluminum makes. Love it. And then it's a ball that's hit, that's hit to the warning track. And so my, you know, I had the 40 to one TCU ticket. Uh, fortunately had a pretty good, you know, good, a good amount. I bet on Florida in that elimination game, but that ball hit by Braden Taylor. I'm like that thing he hit. I'm like, that's 500 feet. And it was caught, you know, that that's kind of how this, this whole tournament has played out big dimensions, wind blowing in. And, and yeah, you're right. I mean, the bookmakers continue to not adjust and especially last night that that has just baffled my mind. This yeah, it's amazing. You go from Rosenblatt to Charles Schwab and it becomes an underfest in the uh, college world series. Ben, uh, enjoy, man. It's going to be great. And uh, again, great speech. And, you know, maybe uh, farm yourself out as a business, side business, little no, wedding I'll, speech I'll guy. Cons- I'll consider it. Right. Thanks, Gil. Ben Appreciate Wilson, it. everybody, at Ben underscore Wilson underscore one on the Twitter machine. Adam Finkelstein, College Hoops, his thoughts on the draft next. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.